Hey, Joe. Hey, uh, hey, Ken. All right, I'm going to give you a quiz. Okay. The quiz is six questions long. That's okay. it. Okay. I need you to name all of the Terminator films. Question one, what's the name of the first Terminator film? Oh, the name of the first Terminator film is, uh, I didn't fuck my cat. I didn't come on my cat. <laughs> I didn't put my dick anywhere near my cat. I've never done anything weird with my cats. I promised myself I wasn't going to make apology videos after last year's thing. So I'm just trying to be as short and honest with this as possible. All right, incorrect. Uh, it's the Terminator. <laughs> Hello, humans. Welcome to the Get a Jump Show. I'm uh, I'm one human. I'm two That's, human. Yeah, and uh, there's <laughs> red th- human, blue human. <laughs> That's Ken. Hey, I'm Jub. Today we're gonna do a show like we usually do. I allegedly. I I, I think it is. Oh, before I was interrupted to... uh, by you talking about cat fucking question mark. I uh I I brought up Terminator cuz I was going to make a worse joke than what you made. Okay. But uh so they announced the name of the 6th Terminator film. Oh, right, seriously? Today. Uh What is it? You will you won't guess in a million years, but you could I don't know. Give me a, give me a give me your best guess. Uh Genesis is. <laughs> Genesis cubed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh it's literally Terminator colon Dark Fate. <laughs> Oh, yeah? Yeah. Dark fate, huh? Yeah, as in it's it, what a dark fate this franchise is at, at by, you know, going past two films. Uh, good yeah, lord. That's a good sense. Have you seen any of them besides the first? Oh, no, I've seen the... I want to uh, say three. I've seen the fourth one. Okay. Uh, I've never seen the fourth one. That's the Christian Bale one. Right. Uh the fifth one I, I didn't touch, Genesis. Genesis. Ge- Genesis. Uh, <laughs> the Lamb Lies Down on Broadway. Uh, no, I don't know. Um, th- th- what a mess. It has Linda Hamilton back in it as Sarah Connor, so it's going to kind of be a half-ass retcon. Uh, I don't know if Arnold Schwarzenegger is in the, it. Oh, they're like, oh man, Halloween was successful. Yeah, that's what they're going to do with uh, Alien in like five minutes. Just give them a chance. It's coming. Yep. Oh, we'll talk about Alien plenty uh, later. Uh, well, specifically Alien to the Third Power, or just Aliens's, or whatever you want to call that movie. Alien times Alien times Alien. <laughs> Triple Alien Deluxe. <coughs> so again, what are you been playing? Same shit. Oh. Probably not a lot to talk about on that front. Oh, I. I uh... Sorry. Burnout, I guess. Burnout's kind of new to me. Yeah, we, me and Ken have been playing Burnout together and doing some online stuff. There's not a lot to talk about with Burnout, though, because it's pretty self-explanatory. It's just it's just good, dumb fun. Race car, hit car. Boom. Uh, that universe is terrifying because uh, your overlord DJ man talks to you on the radio and is like, Hey, there's a cool car driving around in the streets right now. Maybe you should go uh, fucking murder that guy, huh? <laughs> Steal his car, yeah? And then you do, and he's like, All right. <laughs> There's nobody in the cars, though. That car's at the junkyard now. <laughs> Good murder, dude. But there's, there's no people in the car. Yeah, and there's no people in that game. Unless you ride a bike. Then you have a little guy, but he disappears when you crash. I don't know. It's very weird. Uh, it feels dated, but it is a remaster of an old game. It's a remaster of a so no shit. game. Yeah. yeah. Good game, though. Really fun. Oh, yeah. ton of fun. Um, My only complaint 
well, I have a couple, but like my major complaint is so the game's Burnout Paradise City, right? So they lean into that by having Guns N' Roses Paradise City play every time you load up the game. Oh yeah, it's horrible. And then it's the first song playing when you start driving around, and I immediately skip it as soon as I can drive. Yeah, I yeah, mash R one like a madman. <laughs> I don't blame you. God, that fucking I hate that fucking song. Take me home, yeah. Yeah, that. Yeah, it's bad. Uh, I have been spending the last few days, almost a week now, uh, trying to finish up Red Dead Redemption 2. I was talking about that last week. Um, I got caught up in the game really bad, and I went through the last two chapters quickly. Not the last two. I think you're on the last one now or something like that. I'm in the epilogue now. Is it actually called the epilogue? It's not another chapter? Yeah. Okay. There's six numbered chapters and an epilogue. Uh, okay. So I, I finished the numbered chapters. I reached the end of the game. I'm not going to spoil anything here. But, That's fine. Uh, I kind of know things because I have been spoiled. That's unfortunate. But I ain't going... Yeah, I, I'm mad about it. But I, I'm not going to go into it. I, I still want to play the game because I don't know the specifics. The The important part is the journey, so... The if I got the end of The Lord of the Rings spoiled for me, I would still watch it. Right. I, I, oh, who knew they would kill Ring? Oops. Watching the slow progression of Arthur Morgan's character is fucking amazing. And it's very slow. That game is very slow until it hits a certain point, and then it just goes and doesn't stop. But it's it's deliberate that way, and I didn't begin to appreciate it until I was getting to the end of the game. And now I appreciate it as a whole, and I think the game is perfect. Perfect? I think it's literally perfect. Like a 10 out of 10? Yes. Holy shit. That don't happen often. Because everything starts to make sense, and everything that that the story was building towards makes sense, and the reason why everything happened the way it did makes sense. Wow, okay. And I, I enjoy it as an overall experience now that it's getting all buttoned up. Well, alrighty. Now, I didn't really fuck around too much with the open world shit, because once I got to a certain point in the story, I stopped giving a fuck about anything else. Yeah. Because it pulled me in that hard. I like to call that the Arkham City effect. Where, right. Like, there's a, 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 you know, I think a, a, around 4 billion Riddler trophies in that game. But uh, I didn't really have a whole lot of pool to do that or any of the other side quests. Because they keep giving you story missions that feel pressing. Right. In that game. And uh, not every single open world game delivers on that ideal like situation. I'd say that's ideal because... The optional stuff should feel optional and not, like, the bulk of the game. Yeah, absolutely. I would say. This is a long game mission-wise. Just mission-wise. And that's pretty cool, actually. I'm okay with that. It's very long. If you had to compare it to, like, 5, GTA 5, like, is it longer than that? Oh, like, yeah. Like, like, how many times multiplied? Uh, I, I, it's Roughly. about It takes about twice as long to finish the main story. Because okay. it, it took it took, takes about twenty hours to finish GTA Five story. This one takes about forty. <sighs> That's so, really fucking long. Okay. Yeah, I think it's worth it. Like I said, you're basically playing through the entirety of a, of a cowboy show about about a good cowboy named Arthur Morgan or a bad. He's a bad man. <laughs> he's also a good man. He's a bad man. Good guy. Bad anyway, man. Uh, a beard. He looks good in a beard. All right. That's got a good horse. <laughs> horse. It's a good boy. It's a good boy. So that was all you've been playing, probably. Uh, yeah, that's about it. I talked about Tyco last week. Yeah, yeah. I've been going to Smash tournaments. That's been fun. That's a uh, game. Yeah, I've been going to uh my local 
every Monday night, and I'm going to go to another one tomorrow. Been really, really back into... I used to play a lot of... Go to a lot of Smash tournaments with the last Smash game. The Wii U one. And that then, one doesn't exist anymore, Justin. No, it's, it's nowhere near as good as this new one. from the earth. <laughs> and uh, now I've been going to tournaments for this new one. I'm not very good. I'm okay. But I have a lot of fun. I like the people a lot. That's, that's fine. That's the biggest. That's the biggest selling point for me. Is I I like a lot of the people that go to these. They're, I, I'm glad you're community. not. I'm not. You're not pro because then you'd be at the level where you quit in the middle of the match because the audience is yelling. Ugh. Storm off and yell like a dickhead. You. Yay! It's fun. It's fun to to crowd around and get hyped and yell during a match. Yeah, I don't know. It's stupid. It's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> The dude was all like, oh, they were coaching the other guy. Like, you know, if I go to a football game and I go, get a touchdown, did I coach the other team? No. Yeah, I didn't think so. Yeah, fuck that guy. That's so stupid. That's, that's called being a little uh, little baby bitch boy. Salt, if you will. Yeah, not allowed. Unallowed. Uh, oh, well, it wasn't that tournament because they let him replay the match. They caved. Stupid. I agree. If you walk, if you walk off, that's that's DQ. Yeah, should be. 100% should Actually, be. Pausing the game at the very least makes you lose a stock. Uh-huh. That's what happens during a tournament game. If you pause, you you have to unpause the game and then just fall off the ledge and die. Oops. Fuck them. Anyway, Gethard, have you been, been doing anything else lately? Or are we just uh, going to get right into the shits? I can't really talk about this because you haven't seen it. And now I really can't talk about it. But I, I finished season one of The Good Place. Uh, I'm, I'll just reiterate what I've already said before. It's excellent. Uh, it just kept getting better throughout the season as it went. And there's two more entire seasons of it. I was a little iffy on the details of that, but they did just finish a third season, uh, earlier this year. And I'm really looking forward to see what's next. Uh, it, it almost feels like, I, I, I wouldn't, I won't say they wrote themselves into a corner, but I want to see how they get their way out of it. Uh, because they definitely deliberately end several things with the first season. There was a twist, and I knew that going into it, but I didn't know the specifics of it, and, and you won't know if you try. So <laughs> don't worry about that. Just enjoy it. It's great. Each successive episode builds upon the layers of crap that's going on in it. It's a great show. Highly recommend it to everyone. Sounds like fun. You know what also sounds like fun? No. No, it really doesn't. Uh, watching MatPat on stage during fucking Google Keynote at GDC. Uh, That's right, fellas. Game Developers Conference 2019 has kicked off, and uh, who better to deliver a speech than to where a bunch of developers get together and talk than giant-ass fucking robotic-ass Google. Coming ripping onto your stage, talking about their new fucking gaming platform. Which sounds like Walk the most... me through the specifics of this gaming okay. platform here's here. what Here's what it does. I forgot what it's called already. Stevia? Not Stevia. <laughs> we just, I just told you uh, that uh, joke about that. Google Stewie? Google Stewie. Stewie. Stewie Griffin. Google, uh, Google, Google Stein? Google Stempacks. Google Stempack. Yeah. I, what was it called again? Uh, Google Smegma. Uh, okay, that's what it's called. So yeah, they they present Google Smegma <laughs> on the stage, and what it the specifics of it is it's a it's a cloud computing streaming platform to put to basically their their pitch of it is you could put high fidelity 
games in 1080p, 60 frames a second on any device using the internet, right? Yes. Streaming. And and it's and it's gonna be compatible this... with uh, lots of the biggest you know current games you know Assassin's Creed Odyssey Red Dead I think uh, Doom Eternal Doom Eternal uh, yeah not Red Dead not Red Dead see because they had all those images at the beginning of the conference that were like teases of what was gonna be on it and there was some cowboy ones so I thought that was Red Dead I don't think so I have to look into it but no. okay either either way it doesn't really matter I mean if that if if so that's technically Red Dead coming to PC I guess yeah. Because you can play it on your PC or your phone. I wouldn't be able to play that game on such a tiny screen, though. Uh, it's, um, okay. So so you need to buy the controller, though, and I no. assume... No? No, you do not. According to them... here Here's... I'll lay the whole thing out for you, okay? Okay. It's... So it's a, it's a streaming system, right? You could use it on pretty much any device that can run Chrome. So you're talking about a PC, an Android phone, um, a tablet... Not my Amazon tablet. Nope. I just, you, you can get Google Play on an Amazon tablet. Uh, it might work. I don't think so. Uh, the one I have forces me to use Amazon's browser, and I don't know what that one's called. No, no, no. You can download the app. Well, okay. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they put it on there. If I they didn't, work they're scummy. Or you could just put it on there yourself using an APK. Blech. But anyway, they have a controller, right? Yeah, so that, it uh, looks just like an uh, an Xbox controller. Sort of, but the sticks aren't offset. It's It's got the stick layout of a PS4 controller, but the actual button layout of an Xbox One controller. Button names of the buttons are the Xbox right. ones. But it's also got the same kind of form fit as like a, Wii, uh, like a Switch Pro controller. So it's a hybrid of all three, but then you could just use any USB controller? Yeah, if you want to, you could use any controller connected USB or Bluetooth. Okay, so pitch me on why this is different than just owning a computer. Okay, here we go. So you don't have to... You can run it on the worst hardware imaginable. Um, apparently, you could do split-screen co-op on high-fidelity games. Uh, it also uh, packs your lunch for you in the morning. It takes your kids to school <laughs> and uh, gives you a nice little handy when you ask. And if you call right now, you'll get a second one absolutely free. Yep. Just pay shipping and handling. Now, the concept of this seems promising. There's a lot of stuff they were talking about. How it's just very seamless, little to no lag. Especially when you use their controller, because apparently that one uses... The controller connects to Wi-Fi and apparently directly tethers to their shit. Yeah, there was some stuff faster. where you could, like... Uh, I was I watched the later half of the stream, uh, around MatPat onwards, unfortunately. And they mentioned this, like, admittedly kind of cool, but maybe something I would go to more frequently than I already do. Uh, ability to just, like... If you get stuck in a part in a game, you can just hit the Google Assist button, and it'll just actually tell where you're at in the game, and then show you videos of how to beat that part. Uh-huh. Uh, just as an example. Yeah. yeah. It brings up Google Assist, and it has a built-in microphone on the controller. Yeah. So then you, you can ask it, hey, like, like the third example was, I'm stuck at Rise of the Tumor, how do I beat this tomb? And then it shows you results. Yeah. So, okay, it's just Google connected to your thing. Yeah, so it's basically just like, you know, hey, Alexa, ding. Right. Yeah, so, I don't know. It's, it's, it's similar, in a way, I guess. Uh, people people who played the beta of it when it came out, I forget exactly what it was called when it happened. People, they, Those people really liked it. Uh, obviously, there are plenty of things to be concerned about with this, and it seems very, very promising on the face, but... I'm, what I'm worried about is, of course, people with worse internet, not sure if they're going to be able to do this at all. Oh, yeah. Um, you have, if they have enough fucking, when this thing launches, how how are their servers going to be able to handle this shit? 
That's uh, a lot of computing. Google has a lot. You think about how many, how many, like, I'm going to guess, like, probably around, like, at least a couple million people are going to try this platform right when it launches. Because you don't have to buy, there's no, there's no steep entry fee. All you need to do is buy a game. Yeah. That's it. So, like, I might even try it. I might buy, like, a dumb game, like a cheap game. Not like an actual full sixty dollars. Just to try right? it out, just to see how it works. Most people are gonna do that on day one. I don't know if that's gonna hold. It'll probably crash. It'll probably be problems, yeah, and they'll get well, a bunch of bad press. Okay, so the convenience of having a game everywhere you go is nice. It's a great concept. It's a great concept, but ah, oh God, I'm just having flashbacks to like. Let me take you back, Jusby. Nokia Engage. Oh no. No, not that far back. <laughs> <laughs> On live? No, abort, abort. Uh, I think 2013, Microsoft press conference, Xbox One. Here it is. The console's always online, kids. You always have to have an internet connection. Discs don't exist anymore. Everything's digital. And admittedly, a lot of what Xbox was going for... Is the future now. Is what we live in right now. Right, yeah. Most games but are about digital. And... Always online isn't and probably should not be. Right. Because the reality of the internet situation that we have in the country that we live in sucks total dick. Your only options are cable companies that charge out the ass for bad internet. At least most of the fucking places you can live in America, that's your option. Especially when you're, uh, like, where you are in Cornsville, Ohio. In Cornsville, Ohio, we got, like, one option. That's Time Warner Cable. Well, Spectrum now. Sorry. Same fucking stupid thing. Yeah, or Armstrong. AT&T. Yeah. All of them are bad. All of your... They're all bad. If you... I, I can't... I don't know how technology works but if i had to guess streaming assassin's creed odyssey instead of having it downloaded on a console to play probably eats a lot of fucking internet oh yeah a lot of data yeah you're gonna have to have a pretty stable high-speed internet connection to play that well right that at launch is going to be choppy and terrible. And this is what people I think were concerned about with the with the one and what they should be concerned about now. This is again just like with the Xbox 1, maybe a little too early for this kind of technology. Now we'll certain things, certain things will work fine. If it's a tiny game, that already works basically now. And people have good internet. Like I said, they already did a stress test on this thing. Well, they did like a, the test. They sent out to a bunch of influencers and stuff. Yeah. And all of them thought it was a great experience, but I'm pretty sure all of them have great internet. And that's what I'm worried about. Well, yeah. If Joe somebody in Cornsville, Ohio, even, might not have that same experience. And that would awfully suck if you just spent $60 on a game that you could have bought on your PlayStation. Right. Or on Steam. Where you downloaded it to your computer, and then you wouldn't have any of those problems. But hey, small price to pay to, you know, join in on PewDiePie playing a game whenever you want, eh? <laughs> oh my god. That aspect of it is very strange to me, too. 
Yeah. So, so f- correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like if you were watching somebody stream a game, I assume only on YouTube and not on Twitch. Because Absolutely it's a not. No. Thing. Interesting, eh? Yeah, I really love to watch stuff streamed on YouTube. Let me tell you, it's actually really popular. It's not as popular as Twitch. On, a lot of people are on YouTube gaming now. Not as popular as Twitch. The, the, the thing about YouTube gaming is it's a lot more restrictive compared to Twitch, and that's why there's also it's also a lot less lucrative for the most part. Like I, if you can get big on Twitch, you're gonna make a lot more money. Than every you would on single YouTube. streamer I can think of that I would want to watch is not on YouTube. Right there on Twitch. So that's already an issue. So now you have uh, you have this like feature where like you could watch somebody be playing a game and like you know maybe you're like oh that looks like a good game I want to play it, but you've been watching your streamer play it for two hours from the beginning, so maybe you don't want to start it from the beginning. Maybe you want to start it from where streamer is right now. I guess you can do that. Yes. But like what? <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure exactly how that. There's works. a lot of specifics of that that don't make sense to me at all. Well, you can think about it. If it's if everything's running from the cloud, there's no functional saves on your computer, right? So it's saving to their servers. Yeah. So all it does is it pulls the save from that server and uses it for you. That's another thing that sucks about it, too. It's all cloud. It's all digital. Which means at any point, they could just be like, nah. Yep. You don't have it. Also, if you don't have internet, you can't play your games. Yeah, which uh, is possible. Oh, at any time. As internet. far into the future as we go, you know what still exists? The weather. <laughs> right. <laughs> internet outages can happen at any time. Uh, it, I have had plenty of me, them. Really. I've had plenty of them here. Yeah. Plenty. Plenty of times where the internet just goes out. It went out for me last night while I was watching YouTube. And I was like, this sucks. And I threw my phone against the wall and it broke into a million pieces. Yeah, you didn't do that. Yeah, but I kind of wanted to, all right? <laughs> so what do you think I'm going to do with the fucking Google controller? <laughs> oh, my God. So here's my my biggest question about this. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. What the fuck do they actually feasibly ask you to pay for this when it they're not selling you a console? They're not even technically selling you a controller because that's optional. They're selling you basically a streaming service. I, I think I think the idea is that you're not paying for the platform. You just, you just have it? You're just buying the games. So it's just like the option to buy like it's Assassin's to, Creed on YouTube? It's connected to Chrome. Yeah. It'd be just like buying a movie on YouTube. Okay. So what do they get out of this? Oh, they get money. If get, people buy the stuff on that people platform. People buy the games, yeah. They yeah. probably get a... Because Which is a risk. Because there's probably a lot less restrictions, fees, stuff like that to get them on there, I bet they're able to take a decent cut out of game sales and give devs a good cut, too. Hmm. What's stopping, like, you know, Steam, for instance, to just say, oh, you could do that with us, too, now? Um, According to Google, it's because they don't have as many uh, servers as Google does. That could be possible. It also runs at 10 fucking teraflops, baby. Does that... I don't know. That just no. felt like... One of those buzzword big number things. It was it was a weird flex, but okay. <laughs> yeah, the Big Mac has two point eight trans fat, but the Whopper Junior has point eight trans fat. Woo! 
that means you should buy this one and not that one. But then, like, no one knows what the fuck that information actually means. No. You know I, what I mean? It it's one of those things. <laughs> Many people could tell you that, yeah, like, a teraflops are an actual number, but, like, they don't mean anything. Like, oh, your thing's more powerful. Yeah, there's a bunch it's of a other ways you could It's a funny word to say. That. You could just say, hey, our shit's more powerful. That's it. That's all you could say. Yeah. They don't do it, though. They're like, teraflops. Talk about them floppies. We had this conversation with the Xbox, when the Xbox One X conference happened. Yeah. They were talking about teraflops. Oh, yeah. They were so proud of how fucking crazy amazing their console was. And now they're getting blown up by the internet, apparently. Yeah, and now the, yeah, and all they have to show for it is... Give in to your corporate... Crackdown 3. Give in to your corporate fucking overlords at Google. Ooh, speaking of corporate overlords... Let Matt overlords, Pat drink your brain juice. Guess what's happening in a couple hours. Oh, yeah. Uh, Disney is acquiring 21st Century Fox for real, for real. Yeah. And uh, for us, in about an hour. Mm-hmm. We watched Alien 3. That's a Disney movie now. In about an hour, that becomes a Disney movie. That's weird. Once you guys hear this, it will already be a Disney movie. Isn't that so, fucked up? So, yeah, I think it's really fucked up. It's it's easy for people, I think, to get distracted by this and just go like, ooh, cool, Marvel gets the X-Men in a Fantastic Four and not actually think about, like, the monopoly that's happening? Oh, yeah, no, it's not good at all. At all. Disney is going to own, like, literally every leg of entertainment. Just to put this in perspective for you, anybody who's in telecommunications kind of knows this, Disney is already the second biggest telecommunications conglomerate in the world. Are they the first now that they own all this shit? Yes. Okay. I would assume that after this acquisition, they would become the biggest one. Yeah, that would make sense. But they are behind, I think they were behind Comcast. Comcast could have bought it, and that could have been way worse. I think. Just because I don't like Comcast. Fuck Comcast. They're just as shitty as each other. I guess that makes sense. Realistically, they're just as bad as each other. You know. But uh, Like, hey, I want good X-Men movies again, too. Don't get me wrong. I want a good Fantastic Four movie for the first time ever. But that kind of pales in uh, comparison to the kind of shitty Monopoly crap. I don't know. It's not great. There's all these franchises that Disney owns now, but I, I also would like to say that Fox hasn't really handled them well either in the past to whatever years it has been. Alien kind of sucks. Predator kind of sucks. Die Hard has gone to shit. Uh, the Simpsons won't die. Family Guy won't die. Just all these big, giant, huge Fox franchises are just kind of like, eh, was, was it worth it to buy all this shit yeah. in the long run? Yeah, you get more revenue, but like, what did you actually even buy if you really think about it? Well, they bought a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Bought a but lot of things that are going to make the big bucks. Oh, yeah. I know, I'm just being cynical. A lot of big bucks to be had, and that's all Disney looks at. I don't think there's a way to look at this without being cynical. How can we safely make the big bucks? Take no risks, make all the bucks. Give me the bucks. Big bucks, no whammies. That's all they want. And uh, obviously they're a company. All companies exist to do is make bucks. So they're just trying to buck you up, give you, take all your bucks, and take everybody else's bucks. Take their all the other is, companies' bucks. Their name is Buck, and they're here to fuck. Walt Buckney <laughs> Company. Here to take your bucks. Oh, They're gonna man. buck you right in the mouth. Oh, God. Well, enough of that shit. Want to pay $10 to see another Disney movie in two months? Yes, we are. 
Well, you tell me what. Tell I mean, like, there's no way I'm not gonna see that movie. Right. Be, oh fuck! I'm just remember the who you're. <laughs> just remember who you're giving your money to. That's all. Just remember who you're giving well, your money to. I don't know. The movie theater. No. <laughs> They're getting some of it. Probably enough to stay afloat. Just enough. You know how much of a cut Disney takes now? Uh, probably a lot. Uh, a bunch of different movie companies were getting ready to boycott Disney because they were raising the take that they were getting from the movie theaters. They were going to get the movie theaters less of a percentage. Yeah, and, like, and their movies are the ones that uh, make the most revenue, yeah, so that would suck. And these theaters are sitting here like... And now they have every movie that'll be out. Right, and a lot basically. of these theaters are sitting there like, we barely make enough money to stay afloat. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Not much that Disney can do about that. Yeah, and you saw... Because they we need a, a place for the movies to go. We have a local drive-in theater, and then when that first happened, they didn't want to have any Disney movies for a, for a while. And they didn't, actually, for a bit. And they, then they started having them again, because they didn't have a fucking choice! Because well, nobody was coming to their goddamn theater, so it was all there is no that exists. It's either make no money at all and watch the company crash and burn, or make some money, I guess. The realistic drive-in experience is big blockbuster movies, so... And at, they're least, all, at least anymore. And basically all of them are owned by Disney now, so there you go. At least three Marvel movies a year. And a Star Wars movie. And a Star Wars movie. And like four live-action Disney remakes. And now they'll have uh, and at least whatever one Fox comes out with. Yep. And at yeah. least one Pixar movie, whatever the fuck Fox comes out with every fucking year. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they control, I'd probably say 50% of the major blockbuster market now. At least fifty percent, might be more. Huh? Like all the all the like if you take let's say movies that make, I don't know, at least over, over, three hundred million dollars, right? I would I would I would would be a safe bet. I have no information from me. It'd be a safe bet that Disney owns at least fifty percent of those. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember? Uh, you probably don't. There's a clip. There's a part in the Simpsons movie. Where uh, Bart pops out with a bra on his head and he looks like Mickey Mouse. And he yeah. says, look, Lisa, I'm the mascot of an evil corporation. And uh, everyone laughed. Now they're owned by Disney. <laughs> 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 oh, how the world spins. Audience remember you doing some research. And movies over $300 million, is that what you're looking at? Last year, uh, top three. All Disney. Top three movies last and year, all Disney. Fox movies. Um, Deadpool 2, Bohemian Rhapsody, those are now Disney movies. So, so all five. Five out of the top ten spots and the top three. Holy shit. Well, you yeah. know, hey, that's going to continue. Thanks, studio audience. I appreciate your help. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, yeah, hey, uh, let me. Uh, so we're piling on as we should yeah, yeah, on a corporation. Fuck them. I'm gonna talk positively about Disney for a half a second. Nope. Toy Story allow. Four looks good. Oh yeah, but that's that's more of a Pixar thing. That's owned by Disney. <laughs> I know, but like, you think they had any fucking hand in that shit? Yes. No. Well, it exists, so yeah. Um, yeah. Do you think Pixar really sat down and they were like, our next film is Toy Story Four? No, I think Pixar would rather make. Their creative, like their creative, original stories. I think Pixar is solely the entity. I mean, sorry, Disney is solely the entity that requests them to make your Incredibles twos and your Finding Dories. 
Do you know what I mean? There's a reason why those ones feel soulless. Now, Toy Story has kind of been the exception. Yeah, it has this entire time. But... It's got to happen sooner or later, right? Yeah, I would say. Like, I don't know. There's a lot of the internet that's kind of being dismissive of it, the new trailer, and, and the existence of it as a whole, because, like, there's the perception that the original three is a perfect trilogy that ends and wraps up completely perfectly. I think so. And I would agree. However, it looks really good. It I'm looks sure. quite good. I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm not... And I would have to say that I felt the same way when Toy Story 3 was coming out, and I was proven wrong. Shit. And even as a little kid, I felt the same way when Toy Story 2 was coming out, and I was proven wrong. Shit, Pixar's floor is like Cars 2, and like... That's a pretty bad floor. It's not that bad. It's not like a garbage movie. It's better than Alien 3. Their average film is really quite good for an average film. Right. Like, Monsters, Inc. or something like that? Are you kidding me? That's, like, fucking top tier for other companies. Jesus Christ. Right. And then that's just, like... I mean, it's one of their better movies, maybe. I said mid-tier. That's fine. I think I could think of ten Pixar movies that are better than it. Yeah, out of their but entire that's saying repertoire. Something. Yeah, out that's of their saying repertoire. something. That's, like, that's fair. That's they really know what fair. the fuck they're doing. That's why I'm not ever going to doubt them. They haven't put out... Every single, like, you know, I'm, what I'm trying to say is every single sequel they've put out hasn't been great. But for Toy Story, it has. And I don't know. It always hits a soft spot with me, those movies. They always have ever since I was, like, fucking two or three. Whenever the first one came out, I don't know. I think I was three. Jesus. Weird to think. Yeah. It looks really good. Really, uh, like, I can't believe it's... a movie about toys walking around voiced by Tim Allen for children because the shots in that trailer are fucking astounding. <laughs> They're really good. I I can't even believe it's a thing. They're trying to make it high art now. It is, though. <laughs> Ever since 3 happened, honestly. If they're even going to have a shot at captivating people again, it has to be something better than two so <laughs> i don't know if it's gonna be better than three i think they have a fair shot though yeah i'm sh- like i said i'm sure it'll be fine I'm, I'm not too worried about it i just like i don't know i still kind of grown into its existence a little bit like i don't think it's i just don't think it's necessary but again again this is no sequel this is, is. this is movies i know it's not necessarily true okay sure well it, i don't know if if we're talking about how movies used to be made yeah how movies are made now, I guess sequels are really necessary. Because nothing's planned out to be one thing anymore. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, Everything has to be a fucking giant-ass franchise now. But like, just to take, I don't know, Alien for example. Aliens isn't really necessary, but I'm it's dope and I'm glad we got it. Right. And then Alien 3 wasn't really necessary, and it sucks, and I hate that we got it. So you could have it both ways. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Are, are, do you just want to jump right into it? Is there anything else we want to talk about before? I can't think of anything else. Other than that, has been pretty Walking Dead? No, I'm not no. going to do Walking Dead yet. I'm, Don't just say no to me without <laughs> listening to me, you prick. I'll talk about it a little more closer to it, but uh, next week, I'm going to PAX East. Hey! So, well, I'll give a quick, just a quick little thingy on this. I'll be, a, I'll be in Boston for PAX East next week. 
Uh, I'm going to be running around, just fucking around, having a good time, probably doing a lot of drinking. But uh, I'm also going to look at a lot of games. I will come back with information and some stuff to talk about on the show when I do. And I'm sure I'll, I'll come back with some stories, too, because I'm going to a couple house parties. Okay, cool. It'll be a good time. That'll be the that'll be two episodes from now when I come back. I have one more episode before I leave. It'll be a, we'll record that a couple days before I leave. Yeah, just to make sure. Right. We get it out. Uh, I, You know what? I'll save my Walking Dead discussion for when the season has concluded. I think we got two more episodes. I wanted to talk about the most recent one, which uh, was called Scars, just so you know what I'm talking about. Uh, but I'll wait, because I think there'll probably be more pressing things to talk about. I think we're going to get the border wall in a couple episodes here. And not Trump's border wall, oh, just God. to specify. But you know what I'm talking about from the comics. Yeah. Uh, I, I have a lot of negative things to say, but not not all negative things. That's, that's astounding. <laughs> I'll just talk about it as a whole, because there's also been a lot of news stories that have happened around the edges, uh, which are uh, intrigue me from uh, the perspective of someone that enjoys watching the House of Cards collapse. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> but uh, That was a ride. It'll still be on the air for five years at the very least. Let's not kid ourselves. You know what felt like five years? Alien 3. Yeah, it did. It felt like it was five years long. Now, I guess this is partially our fault. Time to talk about Alien 3. Uh, we watched the... We watched the... Whatever. The assembly cut. Yeah, director's... I guess not necessarily... Not director's the director's cut. cut because David Fincher... Was not involved. So they asked all the directors of the four movies to come back to provide alternate cuts for the, the quadrilogy box set. Which is the one that I now, have. Now, three of them said, yeah. David Fincher said, no! <laughs> no! No! <laughs> and then... I don't know, made seven or something. Uh, oh no, that was way later. That was way uh, later. He made the the the, the curious case of Benjamin Button. Oh god, Benjamin I remember that movie exists. That's a good movie. Is it? I like it. All right. <laughs> it always just weirded me out, so I just never even. Touched it's a strange it. movie. Well, that's it for is sure. a curious case, if you will. It is a David Fincher movie. So is this, I guess. At points. Uh, What's so curious about this movie is there are there are points in it, right, where you're like, oh my god, that feels like a fucking David Fincher comedy bit that he likes to do in like Twin Peaks and shit. And then David Fincher, I mean David Lynch, David Lynch, yeah, it feels like a twin. It feels like that kind of brand of comedy. Yeah, I, I, yeah, it was more awkward than actually funny. Right, and that's like more just like you see that a lot in like, and it feels like there was somebody actually like doing something on it, and then. And then there's points where it makes no sense. And then there's points where it's just, like, completely incoherent. And then it, and then it riles back for a little bit. And then it's funny for a little bit. They're just This movie is completely all over the place with its tone. All over the place with its plot threads, with its characters, everything. This movie is a complete mess. Should we get into why? first you you go ahead this is all gonna be you because you looked it up i just i just look at it and i'm like dumb yeah i know there's quite a bit of uh crap to go through i really don't even know where to start there's like th- this movie like had like five different versions before the version that we got 
basically. What the fuck? Okay. Uh, let's see here. So, like, the first version of this... Um, I, I think their initial idea was two movies. Like, a three and a four-parter. And part three was going to be actually not featuring Sigourney Weaver as Ripley very much. She was going to be comatose for the majority of the movie. And, uh, what's his name? Uh, Hicks was actually going to be the main character for that. So it was going to have continuity with Aliens, which is nice. Something that's not really in this very... Well, it is, but not in a good way. Everyone didn't die is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> okay. Um, and then uh, Sigourney Weaver would just have a cameo before returning uh, proper in the fourth installment. This was envisioned as a two-parter, uh, which makes sense off of the high of Aliens, which, you know even got academy award nominations and things they right. were probably like pretty hype they were like oh shit we got to make a really 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 good next one so uh let's see here this was uh writing partners walter hill and gordon carroll uh sigourney weaver uh was kind of reluctant to even return at all uh, there's a quote from her here. I felt that Ripley was going to become a burden to the story. There are only so many aspects to that character you can do. Uh, she was also, I guess, uh, kind of pissed off at Fox because for Aliens, they removed a lot of her scenes that like explained her backstory. Now, we watched the director's cut, so I think a lot of those were actually put back in when we watched it. Oh, okay. Uh, so I guess this was going to kind of have... All right, where's the, uh, yeah. The underhanded Weilani Yutani Corporation facing off with a militarily aggressive culture of humans whose rigid socialist ideology has caused them to separate from Earth's society was the pitch for the third movie. With the fourth movie being an epic battle with alien warriors mass produced by the expatriated Earthlings. Uh, Cold War metaphors everywhere. It was the 80s. It makes sense. Right. Uh, 20th Century Fox. Not so not so hot on the idea. Rip. Rip. Rip 20th Century Fox. Oh, yeah. Hey, Rip 20th piece. Century yeah. Fox. You mean Disney. Disney. <laughs> uh, not Disney. But they agree to finance it. But they want Ridley Scott back. Uh, Ridley Scott is like, I'm busy making nine other films. <laughs> like, I don't know. What was he making around this time? Probably nothing really, really worthwhile. Take that, Ridley Scott. He was probably making Hannibal, loser. Oh. Get fucked. <laughs> no, because, like, I don't know. I, 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 His career has such a weird gray periods for me. Where it's like, oh, he made Alien. And then... I don't know. <laughs> they made Gladiator, but that was like twenty years later. He and it, like he's made like a movie a year. He's nonstop, and I'm sure he's made plenty of movies that I know and love. Okay, so but he's when just did, so all over the place. When did uh when did Alien Three come out? Oh, ninety two. But it was in development as early as like, I mean, well, whenever Aliens came out, I th- I want to say like the late eighties. The late 80s? Okay. Yeah. 
Let's take a look here. I am on here. What do you got? What was he doing instead of uh, Alien 3? I'm not saying he's wrong to not do Alien 3. I, I would be not want to do uh, this bad sequel either. I'm just saying, what was he doing instead? I'm, I'm trying to find it. Um, Are you IMDB in his ass? Yeah, just that, you know, the internet's being stupid, which, wow. Oh, my God. Get wow. the Google smegma working. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah we're in 87. All right, so uh, the, that writer team, or, like, development team or whatever, uh, they approach cyberpunk author William Gibson. Oh, he was making Legend, dude. Oh, yeah, Legend. That's a movie. Yep. That has footage from Blade Runner in it, but nobody knew that at the time. <laughs> and, uh, and Black Rain? <laughs> I've never heard of Black Rain. What is Black Rain? Oh. Oh, okay, thanks. Here's here's the plot. It's it's a it's an action crime thriller. Two New York City cops arrest a yakuza member and must escort him while he's extradited to Japan. Oh, that's stars yakuza. Michael Douglas. He's the yakuza. I highly doubt. He's no, he's the, the he's probably one of the NYPD guys. Oh. So yeah, uh, I'm not entirely familiar with the work of William Gibson, but I know this draft of Alien because this is the famous one, right? This is the one that everybody talks about. It's getting adapted into a comic book soon because it's such a legendary, unproduced film. Because lots of people, when they got their hands on this script, were like, oh, that's dope. I really wish that Alien 3 was this fucking stead. But unfortunately, uh, the development hell continued. So, uh... He draws heavily from that treatment with the uh, Marxist space empire focus. Okay. Let's see here. They approach uh, this director, Rennie Harlan, who worked on Nightmare on Elm Street 4, the Dream Master. Yeah. Not to be confused with the Predator 2 director who directed Nightmare on Elm Street 5. <laughs> the dream child why is why is freddy in these movies now because he's in everything that's oh, kind of the idea motherfucker that's kind of the idea dude he wants to go in a different direction uh he, he doesn't want tankies in space he makes fun of gibson's script he he says and i quote space commies hijack alien eggs big problem in mall world that's what he said of the script <laughs> <laughs> Tankies in space. Mm. Let's go. Let's make it. Let's make tankies in space. Yeah. So uh, we got some, like, you know, I don't know. I'll go into some brief details. I'm just skimming through a Wikipedia page here. Nothing too serious. Uh, the story would pick up after Aliens. The Solicos uh, drifting, drifts into an area of space claimed by the Union of Progressive Peoples, or the UPP. Uh now, there's a face hugger hiding in the entrails of Bishop's body, which gets out. They kill They kill the face hugger. They take Bishop. They study Bishop. Uh, it goes to a space station. Ripley's in a coma, but Hicks is awake. As, as we established earlier, Hicks is the main character of this script. Right. Uh, which kind of sucks, in my opinion, but if, they, if their plan was to make a movie about him and then a movie about Ripley, I, I get it. That's fine. Uh, but I would always, I always would prefer more Sigourney Weaver than having a male-led hero of Alien. Like, no thanks. Uh, 
he explores the station and and he discovers that Whalen Utani are, are developing an alien army to use as weapons. Uh, I think that kind of makes sense as the next logical step of where they would go. Yeah. Because obviously they want the fucking aliens to use as weapons. That's never really fully explored, I guess. No, no. They never really. get to the point where they're doing that. Uh, I think that would have been cool. Uh, let's see here. I don't know. The UPP are doing their own research. They repair Bishop. Uh, obviously the station gets overrun with aliens. Who would have guessed that that occurs? Uh, Hicks has to team up with the survivors and start killing the parasites. Uh, the film ends. Teaser for the fourth movie. Uh, Bishop suggests to Hicks that humans are united against a common enemy and they must track the aliens to their source and destroy them. So the aliens' home planet, I guess, would have been the idea for the fourth movie. Interesting, okay. Uh, but there was never a produced script for that potential just, like, fourth movie that didn't exist. Uh, there's only been the third one. Very action-oriented screenplay. Lots of cast. Uh, yeah, and it has a it uh, has a considerable cult following because even I've heard of it without even having seen Alien Three. <laughs> uh, producers are unsatisfied with the screenplay. Guyler describes as a perfectly executed script that wasn't all that interesting. Uh, they said they wanted to take it in new directions, and maybe I, I assume they meant that their dissatisfaction with the script meant that it was too similar to Aliens. Which, in retrospect, probably would have been a good idea. To oh, yeah, absolutely. Aliens. I don't, I That's a good know. movie. Yeah, it's probably good to ape off of the success of Aliens instead of trying to make something completely different that it's off-putting to everybody, like what we got. But anyway, <laughs> I'm not saying, you know, just keep making the same movie over and over again, but it might be better than making whatever the fuck we got. I don't know. It was just a mess. Ah... <sighs> I guess there was a subtext making the alien a metaphor for HIV in this film. Uh, you can just use alien for metaphor for whatever, I guess. Sure. <laughs> in, in, in Alien 3, it's used as a metaphor for, uh, I guess, rape. Uh, and I guess unwanted pregnancy. Uh, and that's awful. I don't like it. I don't like it either. I don't like it at all. That's stupid. That's stupid as fuck. So William Gibson's unmade screenplay kind of just gets dropped because there's there's a writer's guild strike and a bunch of shit and like just it's been in development hell for years and a lot of people are just ready to just fucking quit and walk away. Understandable. Should have just walked away. Uh yeah, so but they're not willing to quit just yet because there's money to be made, Jusby. Oh yeah, get so, some bucks. Uh, they hire screenwriter Eric Reed. Uh, he worked less than two months to deliver a draft of a script in February of 1989. Holy shit. Uh, he later described his Alien 3 work as, quote, the one script I completely disowned because it was not my script. It was the rushed product of too many story conferences and interference with no time to write and turned out utter crap. <laughs> Hell yeah. So he has just completely new idea. Uh... Let's see what his plot is. Special Forces Marines board the Solico, find all the survivors, have fallen victims to the aliens. Uh, moves into a small town U.S. city after that, in a type of biodome in space. Uh, and then we get uh, the townsfolk 
facing hordes of alien warriors. This sounds like they kill Ripley and everyone else. Uh, which is close to what this movie does. Really close. But they keep Ripley alive. Oh, of course they have to, right? Yeah. It's Sigourney Weave Weave. So that script's rejected for deviating too much from their original idea of the, the double movie structure uh, and the communism symbolisms. Uh, and then eventually they just give up on making two sequels simultaneously altogether. They're just like, all right, fine, we'll just make one. <laughs> oh, my God. Our plans are too big, gentlemen. So then they hire uh, writer David Twohy. I don't know how to say his name. T-W-O-H-Y. Twoey. <laughs> so it's just toy. He starts with Gibson's script as a uh, as a base. Uh, now, during this whole uh, span of time, do you know what uh, happened? Uh, uh, the Cold War is now an outdated narrative framing device. Because, <laughs> because oh uh, uh, you know, fall of communism. Berlin Wall, all of that. You know, hey, what, what are you going to do, man? Uh, you can't really use that as the, Dude, the object of your film. They were too late. Rocky already ended the Cold War. Yes, exactly. They should have got on that shit and started the Cold War <laughs> again. <laughs> we could have got the Rocky versus Alien movie finally. Oh, my God. That was Predator, kind of. Uh, so... We get a prison planet setting for the first time. We're almost to Alien 3. <laughs> oh my god. There it is. Uh, used, But this is, it's different. It's the prison planet being used for illegal experiments on the aliens. Uh, for, you know, biological warfare. Uh, Harlan feels this approach is too similar to previous movies. Tired of the development hell. Walks out of the project. <laughs> uh... So this script is delivered to Fox president. He doesn't like Ripley being removed. He says, quote, Sigourney Weaver is the centerpiece of the series. And Ripley is, quote, really the only female warrior we have in our movie mythology. Which sounds like such a white guy thing to say. Oof. <laughs> the centerpiece of your franchise is the fucking aliens. I do like Sigourney Weaver. I love Sigourney Weaver. But if, like, if you're taking this long, you just make something. And, and even she didn't even seem to want to come back. <laughs> God. So they call Weaver. Uh, they offer $5 million and a share of the box office, which uh, I guess is pretty good. Now, she makes requests. Uh, it did say that she was a co-producer on this movie. So she makes story requests. Uh, listed here, she wants it to be suitably impressive, original, not dependent on guns. I don't like that last one very much. Because it made this movie annoying as fuck. So, uh... They finally start writing it. After all this time. Oh, yeah? It's been, like, basically a decade. <laughs> or at least half a decade. Whatever. So, uh... They try to get this director, Vincent Ward. Who did, uh, The Navigator of Medieval Odyssey. I don't know what that is. Is that a guy who navigates? Yeah, I hope so. Does, does he tell the shippy to go So they come uh, up with this east? other idea. Not a prison planet, but a monastery-like satellite. Uh, there's uh, this weird wooden, archaic-designed planet. Uh, was uh, apparently going to be 
really visually impressive. Uh, and there's monks that, uh, I guess, see a star, but it's Ridley's escape pod. And uh, they uh, view her arrival as a good omen. Lots of crap here. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, a lot of similar things that they explore in the actual movie with the prisoners. You know, uh, they're, they're all celibate. They're very uncomfortable around a woman, and Ridley's a woman. So it seems that they kind of melded elements of this script with the previous one, and just, just monastery-prison combo, which is weird idea. God but prison. But what we got, God prison. <laughs> like a God church. Oh, God. <laughs> like a God prison. <laughs> like a God Oh, God, the monks believe the aliens, the devil, uh, all kinds of crap. And, and then it ends with Ridley sacrificing herself to kill the alien, which apparently uh, Sigourney Weaver was cool with. Sigourney Weaver liked. Uh, Fox asked for an alternate ending where Ripley survives. Sigourney Weaver like, no, I'll only do the movie if Ripley dies. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Lots of people kind of uh, dismiss the overly artsy concept uh the production crew especially uh it's it, it this version of alien 3 in and of itself is kind of heavily regarded as like something that could have been cool that never got made uh on its own right uh but fox executive john lando uh said he wanted to be quote he said it was more bent on the artsy fartsy side than the big commercial one that uh Ridley Scott and James Cameron employed. No, no well, oh god, they don't. He doesn't understand. No, these are executives. They don't know what the fuck is going on. They've been trying to make Alien Three for ten years. <laughs> so finally, the Ridley Scott it's Alien time to, uh, high art. It's time to make the script again. <laughs> oh man. They they just keep they just keep working at it, uh, so they finally, you know that guy walks, uh, because the the fox says we gotta we gotta make all these changes and he's just like no so they fire him. <laughs> oh my god! And then that's when we get David Fincher, uh, and more script doctoring and uh, so David Fincher at the time is only famous for music videos. Right. I have no idea why they landed on him because he wasn't the famous David Fincher yet. He had no movies under his belt. This is his first film. Very strange choice, in my opinion. At times, this movie looks like a music video. It does things like the, like the weird like the weird jumps and like the the alien vision shit it was like yeah that all kind of reminds me of stuff that would happen in a music video and that kind of makes sense now. Yeah. It's bizarre. Uh, Fincher further works on the screenplay uh, with author Rex Pickett, uh, who I guess is also fired. But despite that, uh, Hill and Giller write the final draft of the screenplay, and he revises most of the work done by the previous authors. And finally, they start filming. Now, here's the issue. After all this time, they still don't really have a fucking completed script. It's a very mishmash, you know, 
like five movies smushed together into one thing that is doesn't really have a clear idea of what the fuck it wants to be. And thus we get Alien 3. That was a lot to go through. Yeah, Jesus Christ. None of very it was story. fun. No, very storied background about how it turned into mush. That's what this movie kind of feels like. It feels like you're just watching mush happen. You know? I did not enjoy it. There are parts that I enjoyed. Yeah, like uh, like like the best moment in that movie. Well, let's get to that later. This movie starts the same way uh, Halloween Resurrection starts, by undermining the previous good movie and making me mad. <laughs> Would you agree? Yeah, it just kills everybody. Yeah, that's stupid. So, Aliens is such a fucking great movie with such a great conclusion. And Sigourney Weaver is so fucking dope in going back to save Newt. For nothing. For nothing! It's bullshit! Fuck you! That's fucking dumb. It's really fucking Hate dumb. it. I, I couldn't Hate believe it. it. I, I forgot about And then they make it even worse because, like, Sigourney... Sorry, Ripley. <laughs> Can't keep calling her Sigourney. What the fuck? Ripley, like, you know, is worried that there's there is alien infection going on, so they have to fucking take Newt's corpse and fucking do an autopsy on it and cut it open, and that just makes everything way worse. That's awful. Uncomfortably terrible. Yeah, it was very uncomfortable. Uh, that that's the only way I could describe that whole part of that uh. movie. I'm just uncomfortable. Enter Doctor Man. Uh, oh yeah, played by Charles Dance, uh, who uh, we know best from Game of Thrones as Tywin. Yep. Good old Tywin dying on the toilet, Lannister. <laughs> yeah, um, he's great in this movie, actually. Yeah, I liked it. I like him a lot. He's probably my favorite character in the movie. Uh, they make the terrible decision to kill him off like forty minutes in, and this was the assembly cut, which was a uh, hundred minutes longer than that. <laughs> was very upset with that decision. Because he was the most interesting side character. At the, at, at, so we're on a prison planet with a bunch of uh, religious prisoners. Yeah. Who have uh, decided to uh, stay there. Despite the fact that there's only like a handful of them. There's like 20. 25. Yeah. 25. Uh, and, and yeah, there's like the, the shitty leader and then the medical officer. Uh, who's also a criminal himself. Woo, deep backstory. Ooh. Delivered as soon as he dies, by the way. Fucking, Jesus fucking Christ. Really badly paced and stupid. I, I assume they did it as a misdirect. Like, oh, oh they yeah. won't kill him if they're just revealing all this backstory information about him. But, like, ah, fuck you. That Subvert just felt cheap. Subvert your fucking expectations, oh, homie. Oh, did Fincher quit and they brought in Ryan Johnson? Bet I you got know. fucking surprised, dude. Oh, God. I didn't expect them to kill off everybody from Aliens. That was nuts. Wow. Wow. I don't respect it. <laughs> wow. How crazy, Just because you do man. something surprising doesn't make it good. Wow. They did. Wow. They got me. Wow. 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 The movie was just an alien taking a shit for two hours. Whoa. Whoa. Didn't oh my expect God. that. That must mean it's good. I'd rather watch an alien take a shit for two hours. Yeah. Or just or just watch a, just a, a, like extended cut of some of the fucking dialogue. We watched 20th Century Fox take a shit for two hours is basically what happened. Just, just almost Disney. Out. Yep. We are 15 minutes out from Disney. Ooh, countdown to Disney. Uh, 
I, it's just, it's a messy premise at all. She lands on this prison planet. She's stuck there until they come and get her. Of course, there's an alien mock-mucking about in the background, but nobody really notices or does anything about it. And even when it's established that there's an alien, nobody really fucking does anything about it for the longest, frustrating amount of time. Yeah, now the concept of this alien is really cool. You're like, oh my god, the face hugger got on a bison. Yeah. And you're like, holy shit, it's gonna be a weird bison alien. Side and note, uh, apparently in the original theatrical version, uh, it was a dog. That it got on. Just a dog. Not a big old bison. Oh. Which, uh, I don't know. I guess it works either way. Because the alien grows no matter what it comes out of. Uh, but it being bipedal on, or, is that what you, yeah. Yeah. No, I thought bipedal was humans. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it when it's, like, a dog walking on four legs? Yeah, there you go. Four legal. (laughs) (laughs) Quadrilical. (laughs) Quadrilindral. Parenthetical. <laughs> uh, so that was a cool. It was Legs. a different designed alien, and I guess if you want to make a different movie than Aliens, a good way to go about it is to make it go back to how Alien was, and just make it one alien again. Because yeah, one can still have the the presence to be a formidable threat, just one on its own. But once you get to the point of that it's aliens and there's like thousands of them, I don't know how you go back on that. It feels like it's a regression of the furthering of it. Well, like, they tried to excuse about going like, oh, no guns on prison planet. Thanks, Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. Well, their original idea seemed so much better. Like, imagine them going to the alien planet. There'd be even more aliens. They'd have to call the movie Aliens with lots of S's at the end because there's just so many. <laughs> They call aliens apostrophe. <laughs> possessive. Aliens with a question mark and an exclamation point at the end. Aliens? Yeah. <laughs> uh, God, I don't know. It, it just... I, a big problem I have with this movie is... So, how many recognizable characters do we have? We got Ripley. Uh-huh. We got Tywin. Yes. We got Dr. Tywin. Yes. We got the leader of the prison. Yeah. We got his second in command. Yeah. We got uh, black guy in charge of all the other prisoners, kind of. Like, he's the one that came up with, like, let's all be uh, Christian and nice folk (laughs) and celibate uh, for some reason. And then we have a a bunch of bald white dudes who I can't tell apart. A lot of them. There's the one with the weird scars on his face. There's the one with the, with the, with the teardrop tattoo, which means he killed somebody. There's uh, uh. there's one with uh, who's who's crazy. Oh well, I know him. He's a significant enough character. Because yeah, he does dumb things. But like, I couldn't even keep straight in my head who was who. There's ten that die in a fire. All of their personalities are very similar because they just bitch at each other and like very 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 British accents. They call each other wankers. Uh, it's just, I I couldn't tell anyone apart. There's one who screams, cigarettes, and then kicks a thing. That was the best part of the entire movie, was that weird non-sequitur dumb scene. Yeah, so you had a scene, alright, well, let's set this up. Yeah. So you have, alright, so you establish there's a bunch of big dangerous prisoner men. Uh Uh-huh. And, and, uh, Ripley's out running around doing her shenanigans. 
and she tries to uh, she Looking tries into stuff, trying to find out if the aliens around. Right, and then then all a bunch of the prisoners, like six of them, come up to her and uh, they uh, they try to rape her. Yeah, while butt rock plays. By the way, weird weird song choices in this film. Yeah. Did not like the soundtrack. I really didn't. It was all over the place. Uh, and 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 like Aliens always had good soundtracks up to this point. Aliens is great. Alien is great. I don't know why this one felt so off. But uh, here's a theory. The film's composer, Elliot Goldenthal, uh, recorded the score during the 1992 L.A. riots. And he said, those contributed to the score's disturbing nature. What? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how we're back to the L.A. riots already. That was last week with Predator 2. Yeah. Drug squad! Drug squad! Uh, but <laughs> I, I don't know, man. There's just, like, weird horns. Lots of scenes that sounded, like, not really, like, scary horns but more stuff like batman movie music yeah i i didn't get it uh no me neither it's way it didn't feel right at any point of the movie but yeah anyway so that that really strange scene happens and then messiah man shows up and literally beats one of them to death with the crowbar and tells ripley to get the fuck out of gotta there gotta enlighten my brothers right with, with then she goes pipe. to get the fuck out of there and it fucking cuts to just this this bald headed white motherfucker yelling cigarettes. Oh, it was a black guy that did it. I'm pretty sure. Oh, was it the black guy? Yeah, yeah. There's one other black guy on the ship. <laughs> yeah, I on think the planet. So. I mean, there's one other. Yeah, he he he's a Jamaican man. Sure, I don't I think. remember. I think he's Jamaican. I thought he was just British like everybody else. Don't remember. He had a different accent. So anyway, but, uh, he says cigarettes and fucking just like roundhouse kicks. Like, flying, like, jump roundhouse kicks a cigarette machine, breaking the glass, and then takes cigarettes out of it. Which is great. Can't believe they still have cigarette machines in the future. <laughs> God. <laughs> so that led us to just, like, every time glass was broken in this movie. And I think every time glass is broken in any movie after this... <laughs> we're gonna yell it. We're gonna yell, CIGARETTES! <laughs> every single time. CIGARETTES! <laughs> And there's just moments like that where it's either really, like, so awkward it's funny or hilarious. Some of the big bickering is really funny, but it's also incredibly out of place for this film. And I, I'm not sure where it all came from. There's more than one scene in this movie where there's, like, a slower, more methodical dialogue scene happening. While there's another thing happening that's like horror oriented, yeah, and, like, and it like intercuts between the two, and it's like you know, like a conversation is happening like in the mess hall, just as an example of one of them between all the prisoners, and they're just talking deliberately, and then it just cuts to Ripley running, just like real quick, just like, <laughs> and then it cuts right back. Really strange. That happens like at it. multiple times in the movie. There's the when the alien is first birthed from the bull. It's intercut with the funeral scene uh, of Newt and uh, uh, Hicks, which is weird. I don't like it. I get what you're going for, guys. You're doing the birth-rebirth. Oh, I'm sorry, the death-birth. Yeah. Whatever. 
I, I got what you mean. Lame. It was super lame. But yeah, oh I don't my know, god, the whole movie. There, there's stuff in here that feels like David Lynch humor. Let's kind of talk about that at the beginning of this. Yeah. That cigarettes thing? Yeah, I got you. Seems like David Lynch humor. And like, I that kind of stuff would be kind of funny and welcoming in an actual horror movie, right? It would be made like me an laugh, interesting and I appreciated of, that. It would be an interesting change of pace. But the thing is, the rest of the movie is boring, not scary by any stretch of the imagination. Uh-huh. Not The action stuff's not fun action. No. The effects are abysmal even for the time. The alien looks like shit. Oh, yeah. The effects in Alien and Aliens have aged incredibly well. For, like, you know, for the, for being, like, 30-year-old movies. Or more, in Alien's case. I think Alien is 40 this year. Uh, and I think that can be attributed to the fact that they didn't use CGI, for starters. But, man, oh, man, it just looks so bad running down the hallways and things. Yeah. It looks so not real. There's some, there's some like, really bad, blatant green screen stuff mm-hmm, in the movies where, like, mm-hmm. people have a black outline on their heads. Yeah. And you're just like, ooh, because they're all bald. So, it, like, <laughs> makes it much harder, and you're just like... You Which made it outline. hard for me to differentiate people as well. Right, so you uh, get to see the outline. And they made an excuse for, like, oh, we have a lice problem, so everybody's got to shave. I know it's 1992. I know it is. But literally the previous movies that were older didn't ha- feel like this to me. Except for maybe a couple shots, like... That, like a couple spaceship shots and aliens and then like maybe that first shot of uh, a milky dilapidated robot in alien <laughs> but other than that great movies with cool practical effects that hold up this no <laughs> God, there's a part that where Ripley's falling and it seriously looks like it's just computer generated yeah and it, it looks like shit it half was because it was more computer generated in the theatrical cut because the alien queen, which I guess we'll talk about in a minute, uh, started to burst out of her chest as she was falling into the incinerator. Which is dumb. It implies that if they waited more than one second, that eh, queen was coming out. Great. Stupid. It is really dumb. So I guess we should establish that, that Ripley's not feeling too great most of the movie. And uh, she was infected... She's pregnant. She's pregnant with the alien queen. Now, up until now, we've learned how aliens work. They get on your face. They lay the eggs in you. And then you come back alive and you're like, shit, oh no. And then the chestburster happens and then there's alien, right? Yeah. Why didn't this happen for Ridley? It took a very... Ripley, sorry. It took a very, very long time. It took a very long time. It just states differently... It's, it's like, in the stomach as if it was a baby. Little baby. Uh, little wee baby. <laughs> little, little baby boy. He gonna grow up and be able to push elevator buttons off. Yeah, they all learn. <laughs> it's a rite of passage. It's the, well, the queen's gotta be able to do it. Um, I, I, It didn't make a lot of sense to me that that was different. I know it's the queen and not a normal alien, so... But, like, is the gestation period longer, or, like... It has to be, I guess. I don't know. The other alien didn't want to kill the queen, and didn't want to kill Ripley as a result, so they use that as a plot point throughout the movie. Um, I, I guess because 
it wants to preserve its own species, which is interesting, but not really dealt with in any interesting way. It's interesting in theory. The only time it's truly used is this towards the end of the movie during the big final climactic battle thing. Yeah. Wait. Excuse me, yawn. Um, when Messiah Man grabs Ripley <laughs> and starts carrying her, then he makes it look yeah. like he's like grabbing her, and it pisses the alien off. Yeah, yeah, I got you. But that's it. So his character was kind of odd as well. Enjoyable now, at times, annoying at others. Yes. Now I I get that he he is uh you know, even though he is turned over a new leaf and become super Christian, he's still a violent murderer. Oh, yeah. Uh, which is cool and could be a cool character to have. But he seemed to just have, like, wildly fluctuating emotions throughout this movie. There's the scene where Ripley, after finding out that the alien is in her, asks him to kill her. And then he, like, does it and then, like, bitches at her over it. And it's like, you kill your own self. And then they're, like, on the same side literally minutes later and fine with each other. It's just weird to me. I didn't get it. <laughs> but right after, he was like... The whole movie, I don't get <laughs> He was both... In that moment, I guess, kind of makes sense. He's like, I'm not doing this for you because I need you to help me kill this alien. I get that part of it. But then he said, kill yourself. So what if she did? He's fucked. Yep. Oops. Whoops. Did a big... Talked talk a big game, acting like she ain't gonna do it, and then she did it. Whoops. <laughs> That should have been... Uh, subvert my expectations of my expectations. Uh, great. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. They, they try to stop the alien twice, and neither works really well. Uh, the first time, they try to lock it in this big old door. That crazy man gets in. Yeah, this crazy guy who saw the alien once, and he's like, Oh, I gotta see the alien again. That thing is lit! And he, uh, <laughs> he escapes and tries to go see it, uh, killing a couple people in the process. And... Uh, this was a very half-baked idea that the movie had for five minutes and then didn't really do anything with. Thanks, movie. So, alien kill him, I assume. Alien get out. And then they're like, well, what's plan B? I guess we're going to melt it in lead. Because we have no weapons, so we have to come up with stupid ways to do this. So they're going to lure it into this ridiculous series of hallways that they didn't. They loved to film, I guess. Uh... Because, man, there's lots of shots of these hallways. That that sequence went on for, like, ever. Yeah, and you couldn't hallways, tell... Hallways, hallways, hallways. Couldn't tell hallways. where the fuck anything was, what the hell was going on. And and it really uh, took for granted that I would know who all the prisoners are. Right. <laughs> couldn't just, keep track of who I was following at any given point in time. It was disorienting. I guess was, that's part of it. There were shots from the alien's perspective that just looked horrible. Yeah, they were, like, twisting around the corridor as it was, like, you know... Going on the ceiling and going on the ground, and it, it just was sickening to watch. Like, I, I don't mean, like, morally speaking. I mean, like, literally queasy. Right. <laughs> like, how does anybody think that's okay? I don't know. Feels like they were just trying to get it done. Yeah, and so, whatever. Finally, that kind of works, and then even though he said that uh, he'll kill Ripley, uh... Jesus lad <laughs> decides to self-sacrifice himself and get melted along with the alien and they melt it in some lead but then it gets out 
of the molten lead. But then they just, just Ridley just, you know, I keep saying Ridley. It's Ripley. It's Ridley Scott. <laughs> and Ridley I get, Scott himself jumps the fuck in there. <laughs> hits the fucking sprinklers and says, uh, so I like Beavis and Butthead. And, uh, so, duh. And then the alien <laughs> dies. And it explodes! <laughs> yeah! So, yeah, R- Ripley, the alien explodes, and it's it's so stupid looking. Uh, so I think at this point it's just Ripley and then one of the prisoners, who knows which one. Some guy that says wanker, I assume. <laughs> yeah, he, he said it a few times. And then finally the cops show up, if you will. Uh, they sent out, you know, the, you know, hey, come get this Ripley woman uh, message way earlier in the movie, and it takes them forever to get there. Uh, and when they do, we get, uh, we get a little little surprise i guess uh one of them is uh bishop listed as bishop two in the credits uh now just be i couldn't really tell uh was he an android or not no but his ear hanging off right so he's just like all right with that no he's just like ow my ear right but like he did, he seemed all right with it. Right. So is he an android or not? No, he was bleeding red. Okay. But like that was weird. Oh yeah. That was really weird. That was really weird. That that confused the shit out of me. I thought he was just lying about not being an android when the ear thing happened. No, he was, he was like, he's like, see, look, I'm not an android. He's he's bleeding from his head. Oh, okay, I got you. Well, I think there's shots that go back to him not bleeding as well by the way uh because we're watching no i literally think there were because we're watching the assembly cut and maybe not everything jived together correctly so they had to just just whatever just do it you a warning at the beginning of the movie was like everything might not jive correctly there's audio issues oh yeah there's literally like a (laughs) hey this might suck (laughs) message should have (laughs) listened we should have listened this is apparently better than the theatrical version holy fuck which is wild to think uh so it's whatever. Uh, he's the guy that made the bishop android after his own likeness, and of course they lie to Ripley and are all like, "Hey, come with us. We'll just get the alien out of you, and you'll be fine. You can still have a life." And she's just like, "No." She she takes some advice from Danny Glover, doesn't listen to her superiors, and jumps the fuck into some lava Indeed. like a boss. And then it looks like shit. It does look like shit. Oh, yeah, Jesus imagery, by the way. Cause she got to do the T-pose before she go into the lava. <laughs> Some, somewhere in me, I feel like that wasn't intentional. It was just like, we could only program a T-pose with this 3D model. <laughs> and they're like, oh, well, fuck it. Here we go. Let the T-pose fall in. There's no way in this movie that it was so heavy-handed with religious crap in it that that wasn't intentional, though. I like to think uh, it wasn't. Oh, no, I agree. For good, for good old meme's sake. Yeah, you it know? was impossible to go about this movie like the way we did Predator 2, kind of just like, oh, this happens, this happens, this happens, this happens. Because this movie is just kind of a drag. In a mess. And all over the place. Yeah, it's just... We it, didn't even talk about them killing Tywin. Or them fucking. They fuck. Oh, what, yeah, that's what? right. I forgot. Thanks. Thanks for, uh... You gotta give her a boyfriend character gotta do that kill me you know that doesn't you know she's never had one before kind of not the point of ripley's character and my miserable existence Ah, 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 ah. 
end my miserable existence. I can't fucking stand this movie. It's not great. I, you know, I've, I've never seen it until today, and I, I, I gained nothing by watching it. The only thing you gained from it was we have a new meme. Every time glass Cigarettes! breaks, yep. every time glass breaks, we're gonna scream that. Title of the episode too. Oh, 100%. percent. That's my Easy. favorite episode. It's either cigarettes or piss jar. <laughs> <laughs> Man, what a, what a legendary episode. Oh, get a jump show. God. So next week is maybe a worse movie, but oh, maybe a worse. more but maybe a more entertaining movie. Yeah, because it is funnier. I have seen Alien Resurrection. I'm excited to revisit it, even though I shouldn't be. I know I shouldn't be, but I am. Because, boy, oh, boy, is that movie stupid. What if they cloned Ripley? What? Well, there. Yeah, I wonder what people thought when trailers for that started dropping, or like news that, like you know, hey, Sigourney Weaver's gonna come back for a new Alien movie. Like, what did people think? Were they like, like what? what? Yeah, like what the fuck? She burned a lot. <laughs> this is some Captain Phasma ass shit. <laughs> How'd she get off the planet when it explode? Big boom. <laughs> I hope Captain Phasma comes back in the next. <laughs> I Star hope Wars so movie. too. She like got shot into space, <laughs> and then it, the and then in Episode Nine she'll like get like actually chopped into pieces by a chainsaw, but then she'll be back in the next one. <laughs> oh God! Please give it to me. Oh man! All right, so I don't know where where are you gonna rank Alien Three again? Hard at the bottom. Oh wow! Where How it about belongs. That? How about that? Isn't it that might stay there because I might think Alien Resurrection is more entertaining. Yeah, but yeah, it might stay there next week. But there are worse movies we are going to watch. Obviously, but this is fresh in my mind, and for right now. It's the worst thing ever. <laughs> That's it's... my patented seal of approval. Worst movie. Hit the stamp. <laughs> yep, hit that stamp on there. It's the Genhart approved worst fucking shit. You know it's bad if Genhart thinks it's bad. Because Genhart likes Tony Hawk's Underground 2. Fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I think that's it for today, everybody. Thank God. I'll talk to you next week. Or maybe... I just won't. Okay. I'm okay with that. We don't have to watch any more Alien movies. That's fine. Oh, God, I hope not! <laughs> <laughs>